Rove McManus, Sam Frost. Today FM. It's always a cinematic event when Quentin Tarantino releases a new movie and his new film, The Hateful Eight, continues that trend. Starring Kurt Russell and Samuel L. Jackson alongside a group of Hollywood A-listers, this new film sees Tarantino returning to the Western genre he last visited with Django Unchained. Of the actual Hateful Eight, there's a woman played by Jennifer Jason Leigh who is as hard as nails and crazy to boot. I'd like to see Chris Gale tell this lady, don't blush, baby, because I think he'd end up travelling further than one of his six. Anyway, time to speak to the two leading lads. Kurt Russell, Samuel L. Jackson, thank you very much for your time. What are these press days like? Like, you've only got five minutes. Do you actually have time to enjoy Sydney? I walked all over the harbour yesterday. We had, we had a bunch of time off, so I walked from the hotel all the way around to the opera. And I had, I had, I had, I had, I went complete tourist route. I had kangaroo loin and, and, and crocodile for lunch. And it was really good. It really was. If you want to be a real tourist around here, you could buy a kangaroo scrotum uh, money pouch. I, I actually got, for Christmas, I got a kangaroo scrotum beer, beer opener. Who got you that as a Christmas gift? My, uh, my, I, actually, Goldie's nephew. David Bersniak's, he's to blame. Right. Uh, is this going to turn into some kind of stag trip for you uh, now that you are newly engaged and there's three it's three guys on a trip together let me see where you're going with this I yeah don't know. I, I, no not for me i'm gonna have to just weather the storm <laughs> <laughs> what's it like samuel when, when the three of you because quentin's here as well are you over each other we're actually in contact almost every day because we have this interesting hater chain uh on our cell phones that we all text each other so everybody knows where everybody is Oh. So I can tell you where Walton, Tim. I haven't told you this yet, but I'm working on a. Oh, I think we have Saturday off or something like that. I'm working on some golf for us. So. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've, I've actually played a lot of golf here because I did three Star Wars movies. <laughs> Kiss me out of trouble. Kiss me out of strip clubs. <laughs> That's do they have a good strip thing. clubs here? Yeah. Oh, yeah, we do. I Get so. out of here. He makes money instead of loses money. <laughs> now, for you guys, when uh, Quentin calls and says, I have a new script, is it just an automatic yes or do you need to read it first to decide whether you're going to jump on board? How does it work? Well, nothing's a thousand percent automatic, but you're about ninety nine percent sure. Yeah. Well, this sometimes is I have to read them and see if I'm even in them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, surely you're always in them now. Not really. Not I read really? Glorious Bastards. I was like, I guess maybe maybe he wants me to be the be the black guy in France at the theater. I asked him, and he's like, you don't speak French. I was like, I had to figure it out. And I said, okay, I guess I'm doing a voiceover. Yes. Yes. You know, same thing happened in Kill Bill. I'm just like. Who am I? Um, the piano player at the wedding. <laughs> okay, it's yours. All right, it's yours. That'll work. Yeah, so sometimes it works out, sometimes not so much. Yeah, this movie almost didn't happen because in January 2014, when there was the first draft, the script that got leaked, obviously there was a bit of upset around that. How do you go from, you know, the script being leaked to the process moving forward and trusting the team around you guys. You know, I got the, I got a phone call one day from Quentin. I hadn't talked to him for probably over a year or so, and uh, he said, I wrote this thing. He said, I, I want to do a reading of it. Yeah. Uh, and directors do that all the time, and I thought he was going to do a reading of it around a the table. Then when there was going to be a rehearsal for it, and I thought, wow, he's really kind of, you know, wanting this to be in good shape. Then he did a day of rehearsal. Then there was another day of rehearsal, and on that day, I learned we were going to do it in front of an audience, yeah. and I did I hadn't paid for attention. For a benefit. And yeah. for a benefit. I, and it was like 1,200 oh, people. Oh, like a live read. But he he's, was not going to make the film. He was still upset about it being leaked, and and we did it. And when we did the reading, at the end of it, it was like a five, eight-minute yeah. standing ovation. Yeah. Yeah. So wow. Loved it. So we're all kind of looking at him like, you're really not going to make this movie, huh? I still didn't think he was. I just assumed that was it. I figured he was just putting it to, you know, it was like, okay, there, there, so I got to hear it one Maybe time. I can change the last act. And, <laughs> yeah. Now, if you guys were trapped in your own log cabin with your own 
Hateful Eight. So you guys are in there. You get to pick three people each that you would hate to be locked in a cabin with. Who would it be? I, I, yeah, these are always. I'm, I'm always the stupidest guy in the block. block when next I thing you're gonna see online. Oh come on, you're creative no, actor types. You can think of things. Don't answer Because the next thing you're gonna see online is Kurt Russell. Hates, yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah, I don't got no three people. Samuel, you can have six. I'd like to kill the six people that hate me on Twitter the most. <laughs> Sounds great. Kurt Russell, Samuel L. Jackson. Thank you very thank much. Thank you so much.